The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. While the crowd was pressing in on Jesus and listening to the word of God, he was standing by the lake of Genesaret. He saw two boats there alongside the lake. The fishermen had disembarked and were washing the nets. Getting into one of the boats, the one belonging to Simon, he asked him to put out a short distance from the shore. Then he sat down and taught the crowds from the boat. After he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, Put out into the deep water and lower your nets for a catch. Simon said in reply, Master, we have worked hard all night and have caught nothing. But at your command, I will lower the nets. When they had done this, they caught a great number of fish and their nets were tearing. They signaled to their partners in the other boat to come to help them. They came and filled both boats so that the boats were in danger of sinking. When Simon Peter saw this, he fell at his knees of Jesus and said, Depart from me, Lord, for I am a sinful man. For astonishment at the catch of the fish they had made seized him and all those who were with him, and likewise James and John, the sons of Zebedee, who were partners of Simon. Jesus said to Simon, Do not be afraid. From now on, you'll be catching men. When they brought their boat to the shore, they left everything and followed him. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Problems. We all have them. So we try to find solutions. Sometimes those solutions don't come from ourselves, but come from outside of us. I went on vacation with the family at my brother's uh, lake house up in the deep woods of Maine, went to bed, and outside my bedroom window was a lovesick bullfrog calling to its mate. I said to myself, no problem. And the reason why no problem is because I live at 1105 Boylston Street, and at 11.30 at night, the ball game gets out, and there's a big traffic jam in front of my bedroom window. And then at 2 in the morning, the bars close, and happy people walk by my bedroom window. And then at 4 in the morning... A student with insomnia can't think of anything better than to do than to play the bondo drums outside my bedroom window. And I sleep through everything. Bullfrogs, no problem. As you know, bullfrogs, they like to sing in rhythm. And this one liked threes. Rabbit, rabbit, rabbit. But every so often, it would change. Rabbit, rabbit. That was two. Where's the three? So the next morning, I said to my father, he says, Dad, that bullfrog is driving me crazy. My father says, I know what to do. I know exactly what to do. So he took a piece of red cloth, rolled it up in a ball in the size of a marble, tied it to a long string. He took the string and he dangled it over the tall grass that was right at the shore, the shoreline of the lake. 
And sure enough, this bullfrog jumps out of nowhere and grabs onto the ball of string. And it was dangling there, so my father said, grab it, grab it. So I grabbed it, and we ran down the pier. We got into a motorboat. We went to the other side of the lake where there was some nice grass. My father said, throw it. So I put it in the grass, and that night I slept beautifully. Problems. And sometimes you can find solutions to your problems from outside of yourself. I was on call for the hospitals when I got back. Brother Jerry, who's now Father Jerry, uh, said to me, there's a bat in the house. I thought he was joking because that's what he does. And sure enough, there's a bat flying around in our large refectory downstairs. So I thought, so the first thing I did is I turned to my friends to ask them if they knew how to get a bat out of the house. And of course, all of them naturally are experts. They all said, shoot it. I said, no, that's not a, that's not a good solution. So then I called the exterminator. And the exterminator said to me, he says, it's very, first of all, it's really, really hard to get a bat out of the house. Once they're in the house, they stay in there. And he said, the second thing is we've got to find out how the bat got into the house. We've got to check up in the, up in the, in the eaves, and we've got to go up to the gutter line. I said, well, this is a big church. This is going to cost a lot of money. He said, unfortunately, unfortunately. So after, I, so after I talked to him, I went to the computer, and I went to YouTube, and I typed, how to get bat out of house. And this woman appears, and she said, there's two things you need to know about getting a bat out of the house. The first thing is don't shoot it. The second thing is it's really easy to get a bat out of the house. So the bat will fly around, and it will fly into one of your rooms. When he does that, shut the door to isolate the bat from the rest of the rooms of the house. The bat will land on the floor or the wall. When he does, just approach him with a container that can fit over the bat. Don't worry, the bat's not going to fly away because it can't see you. Place the cover over the bat, take a cardboard, and slip it between the opening of the container and the wall of the other floor. And then bring it outside once you contain the bat and let it go. Remember, your bat is your friend because it eats mosquitoes. I said to myself, that's not going to work. It's too easy. So I said, I'll try it. So sure enough, the bat flies into the laundry room on the floor, and I approached it with a container, and every perfect, exactly the way she said it. But notice that when I got the solution to my problem, it was pretty easy. But I had to go outside of my, my, myself. I had to go be, beyond my better judgment. I had to go beyond my professional opinion. I had to go beyond my experience to find the solution. Now, why am I telling you all this? It's because Peter, in the gospel, has a problem. He is a fisherman, and he can't catch fish. So what does he do? He welcomes a new captain on board. And I want you to notice that everything Jesus tells Peter is going to go against Peter's better judgment. It's going to go against his professional opinion, and it's going to go against all the experiences he's ever had as a fisherman. But he recognizes that Jesus is the captain of his ship. And he catches more fish than he ever had in his life. He changed his life. Now, here's the thing. We have problems in our life. And I think that God gives us problems in our life, so it forces us to look outside of ourselves, outside of our own personal, professional opinions, to go to God, to invite a new captain on board that can resolve our problems. We just have to be wise enough to listen. Listen.